The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Tyler Drew Scott. Could text the show. You know the number for that can watch us on Twitch, comment there. Although, you guys are being really nasty today for no real reason. I'll, I'll just point out, we don't need you on Twitch in the text line. We, we can do, we'll just do a show without you. Uh, some people talking about 92.5. Um, we have uh, an unauthorized person using 92.5's frequency, which... <laughs> You know, seems like, oh, that'd be a real easy thing to fix. But the problem is you have to go through, like, the government. Yeah. And we know how the government is. So, for, for yeah, for right now, 92.5, there's, I think it's Venezuelan music. I don't know I don't know what it was I today. thought it was back, so it's not. Okay. I'll quit mentioning 92.5. I it was. I didn't tune into it today because the signal on 97.5 was so good. Well, that's the other thing. 97.5, uh, we replaced a tube out there at, in, at the antenna site, and... It's like it's blaring right now. It's thirty percent more power right now. So, if you're struggling with ninety-seven five or ninety-two-five, give us a shot on ninety-seven-five. And if that doesn't work, then there's the Twitch. app. There's Twitch. There's a thousand ways to listen. Like it's got to be some kind stuff. of FCC violation for this guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but you know how it is, and, and it you, takes it, forever. And for you them guys, to, for you guys have had out. to deal with this before, where we've asked a lot of you to, to fill out affidavits. When other signals were coming on ours, that we had to get, you know, tell people, hey, the, we can't listen to the station. For some reason, and you know, I don't want to get too much inside baseball here, but for some reason, it's hard as hell for us to fix something that somebody else is screwing up with our signals. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah. But we do our best. And it's one guy, stop feeding your fat faces and report my issue to the web designer, you dimwits. Uh, first of all, what, what issue? I, I don't know. I didn't see it, but can I just tell you? Uh, we have nothing to do with that. So if there's a problem with one of the websites, there's a contact on there for you to get in touch with. It's yeah. not Fred Fowler. It's not AJ Hoffman. What website? It's not Tyler. Are you, what website are you trying I, to? I, uh... One of the Gal Media sites. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. So just so you guys, if it's ESPN975.com, you're wasting your time. I don't like that thing is like a ghost town. Nobody uses that thing. So, if you want to get on the stream, they're great. Sure. So let me just uh, let me just kind of explain what our job is not. Uh, our job is not to fix issues on the website. No. Our job is not to fix issues with the cameras on Twitch. We, uh, we're we here to just kind of do a radio show. That's what we do. And um, all this other stuff, I, we got no control over. Uh, if, if you were the fifth caller and not the sixth and you're mad that the intern didn't didn't pick you up, guess whose fault that's not? That's us. Yeah. We're, it's not our fault. Did you see? Um, did you see 
what Dustin tweeted at us earlier? I did not. I haven't. Dustin tweeted from Dan Cilio. It looks like the Chicago Bears have a Herschel Walker type deal on the table for the Houston Texans. Isn't this this guy that tweeted out something completely factually incorrect last week? I don't know. It very well. And like everybody says, uh, um, yeah, he's apparently he's missed everything he's tweeted out. So I would just say if that guy tweeted it out, you're not buying it. We can all assume Chicago Bears are out. And from what I'm uh, what I've been hearing from people, um, if there's a deal, it's it's almost impossible that it won't be the Jets or the Dolphins. They still want to try to keep the guy. I don't think that's happening. Deshaun's off hanging out in Miami already. So if, if you, you're Deshaun and the the Bears ask for you, like don't you consider that? Yeah, they were in the playoffs. Jets and Dolphins weren't in the playoffs. Dolphins were close. They Dol- weren't in. No, but they were. They had won ten games. I mean, it's more than the Bears won. Um, but no, I I if if I were him and I wanted to win. Then that's a place I would go. I get the sense he just, much like JJ, he just wants the hell out of here, but he wants to go to one of like three places, and that's all fine. If well, the, if, Chicago's still a top five media market, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you know it's it's different. I think because, like, for somebody who does what we do, Chicago's a great market. Sure, uh, and I still think it's, it, but it's also kind of a quarterback deathbed too if you want to be honest so be the dude who goes there and changes that what if he doesn't what he gets up there and he and he plays like he did what, in, in chicago wait a minute year. is miami not a quarterback deathbed are the jets not no but the the difference is with chicago i think um the the elements do make a difference there in terms of quarterback sure play. it's not the wind it's not called the non-windy city yeah. Um, and look at how Deshaun played up there on his trip this year. Okay. Uh, so maybe he's looking at that and saying, I can't. That's why what Aaron Rodgers does in, in Green Bay, by the way, is pretty amazing. Yeah. But. Well, and look at Matt Stafford in Detroit all those years. Uh, he's indoors. Sorry. Hey, sorry. The Lions are smarter than everybody else. <laughs> Put a damn roof on their stadium. <laughs> I knew so, that would get you. Eh, I think you were eh. just choking on food and not my joke, but that's okay. Yeah, well, yeah the. the same thing. I'll just pretend like you thought it was funny. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I, I did, but um, but yeah. I mean, I think the 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 thing is, we got to stop thinking like, man, it would make sense to go here. Yeah. But, I mean, I think JJ just taught us this. We all sat here and talked about the teams he could go to that he could make a difference to get to a Super Bowl. I don't think anyone in their right mind believes that the Arizona Cardinals are making the Super Bowl. Not not with an Oompa Loompa at quarterback. Not with Cliff Kingsbury as a head coach. It ain't happening. And so he went there for the money and to have a nice place to live. Nice retirement area. Good for JJ. I, I mean, no, you know, I have no problems with that. He took less money to go there than what some of the other places offered. Maybe growing up in Milwaukee, you realize, hey, or growing up in Wisconsin, you realize, hey, I don't want to live in Wisconsin. I don't want to go back to Wisconsin. That place sucks. And he got his number unretired. Yeah. From some guy no one had ever heard of, by the way. A five-foot-tall uh, running back, or fullback. Mm. Uh, but you know what? Look, look at Joel Blank. Joel Blank came down here. He ain't going back. It's true. Nobody, well, that's because his wife won't let him go back. Well, yeah, but... His wife determines where they're going to live, bub. Uh, yeah. But, but 
Do you think he'd go back up there when he had a choice to go someplace that actually doesn't suck? You mean if he'd married like a, a big fat girl from Wisconsin instead of a hot news lady? Well, then he'd have to go back. Right. Because those, those girls always want to go back to Wisconsin. Right. But Because no. in Wisconsin, they're tins. Well, oh, yeah. there's cheese there. Yeah. Yeah, and they're big cheesies. But yeah, she's a 10 up there. Here, she'd be a three, maybe a four on a good day. Depends on how the light hits her face, you know, when she's outside. Um, but but none of us thought that, all right? If, if you saw Arizona coming at any point, uh, unless you had some inside knowledge on some secret relationship between him and DeAndre, and please don't spread that slander because I keep hearing it, then you knew that wasn't happening. Tyler got that. Um, so... For us to assume what Deshaun Watson would want, pretty sure winning's not all that important to him. I'm yeah. Pre- I'm pretty sure lifestyle, where he wants to be, he's going to get his money. Miami and New York are lifestyle cities. And if that's the case, then winning really doesn't matter yes. to you. So, and go pack. Thought, I thought he was going to the Bills, too. I thought the Bills would have made a lot of Buffalo, sense. Buffalo, not a lifestyle city. No. Green Bay, not, not so a much. lifestyle city. L- little known fact, Green Bay, you, don't, you can't get cable there. They don't have cable television. They don't have uh, they don't have high speed internet. No, it's they dial up. They have that dial up AOL. It's like yeah, we have, we have, we have, we have to find one of the three or four numbers on there. And when you uh, and you get connected, and when you sign off, it does the goodbye. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> so yeah, I could. I mean, I guess that's why it's not on the list. But um. Did you see that JJ? What he said about the recruitment from Arizona? No, I didn't. He said basically uh, there was a group of four or five finalists, and he said Arizona recruited them aggress- recruited him aggressively. He said, "I give them credit; they attacked from all angles." Uh, General Manager Steve Kime, uh, Michael Bidwell, and everybody did a great job. He said there were players, there were coaches, there were non-football people. Uh, that reached out and were in my ear trying to convince me to come down here and tell me all the great things about it, not only on the field, but sending me pictures of Paradise Valley and everything off the field as well. So their recruiting pitch was strong and heavy, but at the end of the day, I told my wife, you know, all signs just kind of kept pointing back down here to Arizona. And in my short time here on the ground, I can tell you I'm absolutely pleased and couldn't be happier with my decision. So, uh, but he also cited Kyler Murray. As one of the uh, the reasons he signed with him, saying I believe you, I believe in Kyler Murray. Do you think Kyler Murray looks up to him? Yes. Which, by the way, I just saw when I went to the restroom, and Josh Ennis was out there talking to Jake Asman, <laughs> and I said, "You guys look, you guys look like the uh, like that photo of Aaron, Aaron Judge, Judge and Jose yeah. Altuve talking to each other. It's just hilarious." But yeah, that's like JJ and uh, Kyler, and JJ also got permission to call him little buddy. So that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And JJ also didn't realize this, neither did I, uh, that the number 99 in Arizona is retired. Uh, yeah. In honor of Marshall Goldberg. Uh, of Do you the, want to tell him? Of the St. Louis Goldbergs. <laughs> we mentioned that earlier. When, when did we mention that? I said, and he got his number unretired. Oh, I thought you that, that might have been on Twitch. No, that was, it was like, that was like three minutes ago. Okay. Four oh. minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, the margarita's kicking in. So. Yeah, I wasn't listening to you, Tyler. Naturally. Yeah. So, yeah, well, tell the people who Marshall Goldberg was. Oh, 
Yeah. Well, Tyler can tell us because he's an expert. Yeah, let's, uh, let, let's let him go. go. I don't have his Wikipedia page pulled oh. up, so I'll defer to you. Oh. He was. Uh, he played for the Chicago Cardinals from 1939 to 43, and then from 46 to 48, after his career was interrupted with a stint in the Navy during World War II. But uh, Goldberg's daughter gave J.J. permission to wear the number. So he, of course, uh, said that he hopes that it will bring awareness to the player that a lot of people don't know well, about. And that's actually what it's done. We just yep. talked about a guy that would have never gotten mentioned on the show. And he offered to donate to Marshall Goldberg Fund for Traumatic Brain Injury Research. So, of course, J.J., whenever he's got a problem, he just throws money at it. <laughs> Hurricane comes, throw money at it. Um, Get numbers retired, throw money at it. Was this guy any relation to Goldberg the wrestler? Bill Goldberg is yeah. his nephew, okay. yes. Okay. There you go. There's actually a show about his family called The Goldbergs. Hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Tyler, who is in tune with uh, pop culture, is laughing silently with his mic off. Well, it was probably loud on Twitch, but okay. yeah. Oh, okay. As long as you were loud on Twitch. I mean, yeah. nobody cares about the product that goes over the air or anything. Right. Well, so. and since I'm morbidly obese, it probably came out more of like a, a wheeze. Yeah. You got to grasp your chest when you do that, right? It's like, yeah. If Tyler would have died while laughing at one of my bad jokes on, on the Twitch, could he have hired Lawyer Dave? Could his family have hired Lawyer Dave to come after I me? don't know, but I think we should ask Lawyer Dave that. Could he? Of course, Lawyer Dave also kind of represents you, so I don't know if he could do that. But that's what we call a conflict of interest. I don't know. Tell us, Lawyer Dave. Well, you know, fellas, if there was some kind of an incident involving AJ, I would not be able to uh, prosecute against him because he's my buddy and my client. Thank you, sir. See, there you go. And that should be a warning to all you guys out there who want to come after AJ. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, uh, but if you suffer a traumatic brain injury through some means other than a football game, call me, Lawyer Dave, at 713-626-8900, and I'll take care of you. Yeah, or if you're in a car accident, and I notice that people are back on the road driving like idiots, so I'm betting you're getting a lot of business from that. What's the first thing they need to do? Make sure they're okay. Then call 911 if necessary. Then take pictures before you move the car, and then finally call Lawyer Dave. We answer the phone 24-7. If you need me, we will be there for you. We'll get you to a doctor. We'll get you a ride. We'll get you whatever you need without any money out of your pocket up front. Yeah, and you will you will drop the axe on the bad guys. That's the best part. You don't charge for your consultation. So even if even if it's not something you handle, you'll give it to somebody who does or put them with somebody who does. And if they don't have a case, you'll tell them right up That's front. Exact- you bet. Lawyer Dave, the axe man, will chop those insurance companies down to size and bring them to their knees and make them pay. How about that, guys? Uh, Come on, say, dice the axe man in Espanol. Uh, Yo soy el axe man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Tell them how they can get in touch with you. (laughs) You can call me, 713-626-8900, or email me at lawyerdave.com. Or hit me up through Twitter at Lawyer Dave Law, or find me through my buddy Fred or my buddy AJ. They know where I am. All right. If they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave. This is the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. 
listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Okay, so who is who is this covering this, Tyler? Uh, I played it before. Uh, it's a band called Chemist out of Colorado. Usually I like covers like this. I'm going to I'm going to give this a hard no compared to the original. I think oh. the first time I played it you were like that's actually a really good cover. It's too slow. Oh. I had to hear it more than once. Yeah. All right. Um now we're on sports for the rest of the show. Thanks. Uh so if if Breeze comes back or the Saints a favorite in the NFC. You know, it's funny. I uh he hasn't actually retired. I think everybody assumed he'd retire. Now, I think there's reasons for that. I think it makes more sense for him to do it after June 1st. But um, it wouldn't shock me if the guy decided to play another year. I don't think it makes them the favorite, so I think they're a favorite. Um, I don't know that they'd be better with somebody else, but the Saints do have a lot of issues with the cap they're going to have to fix. So, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just... I, I I don't know how I feel about Drew Brees coming back at this point. Yeah. So I, I've heard that, that Drew Brees isn't planning on coming back. Yeah. Like I, 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 I like someone was saying that his haircut indicates that he's getting ready for a TV job. Oh my like, God. Is that, is that what we're down to? This, who this knows? is, this is what's wrong with the world. Okay. We're trying to figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson based on a bunch of cryptic tweets and rap lyrics. We're trying to figure out Drew Brees' future based on his haircut. You know what? You know what would be better if we just don't give a bleep until they actually do something. And we just, you know what? Okay, Texas, when you make a trade, let us know. If you decide to keep him, let us know. Otherwise, I don't give a bleep about your tweets. I don't give a bleep about Nick saying, we're not going to trade the player. I don't care about any of that. When something happens or a decision's made, how about you let us know? I'm down with that. Uh, uh- Sorry, Can I give you some different sports news? Sure. As long as it's sports. It's got to be sports today. It's sports. It's not happy sports news. The Rockets are retiring James Harden's number. Surprise, uh, not surprised. I mean, I'd be okay with it, but in the middle of a season, and he's probably got three or four more years left. No, that's just like uh, okay. I all right. I am now. I don't know if they're doing it like right away. Um, all right, when his career is over, how about that? Um, no, uh, I think that's a horrible idea. And you know what that is? That's that's how you get attention when you have a twelve game losing streak. Yeah. Oh, let's retire James Harden's number. Look how good he's doing with the Nets. We'd miss him so much. Well, like I said, I don't know if if they're planning on doing it in season, but they have announced that they plan on doing it. Um, why, why announce that now? That, he will, that's just a desperate plea, plea for help. He will join Calvin Murphy, Moses Malone, Hakeem, Rudy Tomjanovich, Clyde Drexler, and Yao Ming, and Carol Dawson, longtime uh, assistant yeah. coach. And executive. Carol Dawson, who once got struck by lightning on a golf course. Crazy. Yeah. James Harden do that? No. Didn't, didn't think so. Nobody else did. Step your game up. That's how you get on that wall. You get struck by lightning. No, um, that, uh, no offense. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It, I mean, 
It, it, timing reti- wise, then why not retire Tracy McGrady's? Number? Well, yeah. Why isn't McGrady's number? Tra- it, it's not retired because it shouldn't be. That's why, Fred. Mm. And neither should Steve Francis's, and neither should James Harden's. Yeah, I'm. I'm against that. Um. Yeah, and and honestly, Bobo Todd's the guy forced his way out of here. And now we're going to honor him by retiring. I don't number. like it either. I, I, I right now, no. You've got to let things smooth over. You've got to let things cool down and get to where five years from now we forgot that he was a complete turd who showed up fat and did everything he could to get traded after the team bent over backwards for him and let him bang them in the shower for years. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to get past that before you start talking about retiring his number. This is a this, okay. We're going to start judging the Rockets organization now. We're going to put them on the Nick scale. <laughs> How many are, and I'd say right now, because they made some okay moves, even, even with the Harden trade, they dealt with it the best they could. I think they were back to like a five. How many points do you take off for this? And, and they built up some goodwill, so it shouldn't be a huge punitive penalty. I think I'm taking two and a half. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I I guess the the quote from Tillman says, "Of course, we will retire his jersey." So that makes me think that there's like, like someday in the long, yeah. Long distant there's really future. no urgency to do it this season. There but, better not be. But like, if that's the case, then why even bring why, it up? Why is this why even a conversation? A about it? Yeah. yeah. Why is this even a conversation? I mean, I guess because. Uh, Panda says James Harden became James Harden in Houston. T-Mac was already a superstar beast in Orlando. I mean, was, uh, James Harden was, he was already pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, he's on a team that went to the finals yeah. before he got here. More than he did here. Hmm. Are they retiring his number in Oklahoma City? Hmm. I don't know, but they shouldn't. Embassy, you're right. They shouldn't retire the leading assist player in franchise history, second in scoring history, and an MVP. Uh, today? Today, Booth? Come on. Wait till his career's over. Wait till you get over uh, past all the bad blood. Then you can show some respect and love for the guy. But right and now, also, if that's so, I mean, like we said, T-Mac was a scoring champion. Uh, what, like, at some point, you say, well, are we an organization that reveres the people who win us championships, or are we the? Do we revere the guys who score a lot of points for us? Mm. It's just a very Sacramento Kings kind of thing. Yeah, that's the, all. yeah it's it's pathetic. Well, let's be honest, it's pathetic. It's uh, and so I think it's because the Nets are here, and I guess that's why they asked it. But that's why. Why is that even a conversation at this point? Here's a text of the day so far if jj comes to the rockets and asks for 13 will they unretire the number <laughs> that's a good question well played sir or ma'am um and best thoughts on what the mayor said today I, didn't, I don't know what the mayor said i didn't hear from the mayor yeah i, I only heard from the governor yeah and i i'm, I'm gonna roll with him <laughs> I, I caught it <laughs> I was trying to be subtle about I it. I caught it. You didn't have to mention you caught it. I caught it. Because I just you wanted, made a handicap joke. No, I did not. I just wanted it to go. I just <laughs> mentioned that I was on his side there, and you had to make it obvious to people. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's just take a phone call now because now, now you're trying to humiliate me in front of everyone like usual. The Black the Barber. Cool. What's up, Black the Barber? Uh, sports guys. Sports. Black the Barber. 
<laughs> yeah, a long time listener called in a few times. Just letting y'all know that I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard to retire a player who is still playing, retire players' jersey who's still playing. It makes absolutely no sense. Whoever their PR people are, they need to be reevaluated on their situation because it's ridiculous. Like, that'd be like the Knicks of, of retiring Carmelo Anthony's jersey. Why? Why would you, like, I don't understand. I mean, I understand the numbers, but not to do this in a season where he was a complete jerk at the beginning of the season. I'm going to hang up and listen, guys. That seems like the move. I would have just, like... I would have said I don't I don't know what the future holds. James was a big part of this organization. Uh I'll have to talk to some people and and get my, get some ideas about what the uh the prerequisites for jersey retirements are. Or how about just well uh, that's a way premature question, dude. We we have no idea. Yeah. That's that's the answer. Are you going to retire Chris Paul's jersey? Are you going to retire Dwight Howard's jersey? How about or Russell, only, are you only re, re, retiring the guy who ran those guys off? What about Russell Westbrook? Because they weren't tough enough to hang around like Russ. Mm-hmm. Russ wasn't tough enough to hang around either. He's like, please trade me to the Wizards. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's just one where if, if somebody asked me that question and I'm telling them, it's like that's kind of a ridiculous question. That's not even a conversation right now. The guy's got years left in his career. That's it. You know, hey, we appreciate everything you did. We wish him the best in Brooklyn, but that's that's not it. Why why can't people go ahead and and call idiots when they ask on ask stupid questions like that? Tex Avery says OKC players wouldn't let anyone rock Harden's number. Now you don't think so? That nobody nobody there who's there now played with him. What do they care? What about John Wall? Are we going to retire his number? I think we should. How about Victor Oladipo? Well. No. He turned down a two-year contract yeah, extension, he, you, just you like Harden be, did. You don't want to be here? You and James, you guys go together. You know what? How about this? Let's put James and Victor on the same banner. Right, but Victor in small letters. Yeah, like James, James gets was big here ones. longer. Yeah, and, and had, had more success. It can be eight times larger because he was here for eight uh, years. Yeah. Or was it seven years he was here and he left in year eight? Uh, I, I, I don't remember. Boy. I I'm glad the Rockets suck, but it is it is it's pretty pretty rough. It is. I mean, twelve in a row. That's pretty bad. And and honestly, man, I'm uh, uh we'll we'll come back to this about how bad everything is. But right now, I want to tell you about Doctor Linville, and so I got you know show off the long ass <laughs> hair here because uh, I went to Doctor Linville a little over a year ago, about a year and a half now. I was almost completely bald, and I had this little stringy Crip Keeper stuff going on. It's like, okay, I'm going to have to shave my head unless I can come up with something. And I talked to a couple other people, and one of the things they threw out there was hair plugs, and one of them was like, oh, well, we, we can do this wig thing. It's your own hair, but it's, it's like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not doing it. And I was asked to meet Dr. Linville, and he sat me down and said, no, no, dude, I, this is your hair. I'm going to take it off the back of your head. I'm going to put it here on the top where you don't have any, and it's going to look great. And, and he said, hey, look at my hair. What do you think? It looks great. And he goes, yeah, I had it done too. His looks a lot better than mine. Even in mine, you know, I'm, I'm going with the rock, the old rock dude look. So I'm letting it grow out. But I can do that now thanks to Dr. Linville. So if you're in that position where you're starting to lose your hair and you don't want to, and guys, nobody wants to really. Now, some of you look great bald, not me. And if you go to 975hair.com, free for ESPN listeners, and just hear what he has to say. I guarantee you, if you don't like what you're hearing from me, you're going to love what you hear from him. He just wants to help people out, make them feel better about themselves, give them their hair back. So if you don't need to be bald, why would you want to be? 
Get your virtual consultation today or your real consultation at 975hair.com, free for ESPN listeners. Go and make it happen. I guarantee you it's life-changing. You're going to feel better about yourself. And if you're not at work right now, this is perfect because if you don't want people to know about it, then you can have all this done and all your hair grows in and you go back and like, wow, you look great. And you don't have to tell them, yeah, I had uh, the neograft procedure from Dr. Linville. 975hair.com. Get your hair back today. This is Heisman's Trophy winner and College Hall of Fame, Billy Sims. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Behold the king. The king of kings. On your knees, dog. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. You know what that music means. Time for the legendary Jerome Solomon. You know what? We should retire Jerome's jersey from his ESPN 97.5 days. I think, in fact... Jerome, I, I'm going to I'm gonna announce this right now. We're going to hang your jersey here in the studio for all the great things you did for 97.5. Uh, well, I thought Jerome was there. All, right. all I hear is a high-pitched yeah, noise. Yeah, and it's really annoying. Uh, so He can just call with his old telephone if he wants. And you know what? I just took his jersey down. <laughs> uh, on the Casario scale, he just went from a 10 to a 0 with that. So even though it might not have been his fault. I was really happy how I set that up, and now I know it's just totally ruined. Hard times. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is with his connection things. It's like, you know, for a while he he did this different thing that sounded better because we know his phone sucks, and yet now we've had issues with that. I mean, this guy's a professional. Yeah, and I was, and I was just and I was dropping lines too. I was rapping. It was uh, rhythmic. It had a rhyme. And, to and it. you had your jersey on the wall. You really did. It was did. beautiful. It and was then, there. And I blew it. Man, I even had a Pat Riley reference. It was just and it was all off the top of my head, off the cuff. Nice. Well, you're. I was like, I'm the original. Jerome. Just like Pat Riley should be up there with the Rockets because he was their first draft pick. He, and that's he what's important. He didn't do nothing for the team, but he was there <laughs> first. You, Jerome leaving is an underrated part of why, how I ruined this radio station. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> but Jerome's still here on Sunday morning. Never mornings. forget. Every, everybody that leaves is, you're the problem. AJ. It's my fault. That's right. Hey, That's right, You want to be the man, you got to take the problems that the man takes, you know? What do you think? Goes. What do you think of, uh, of Tillman saying that, that James Harden's jersey will be retired? Uh, like, I'm not surprised by it at all. I'll tell you, the Rockets, the Rockets brass, as as I wrote in a column that's that's up now that I did earlier today. Um, James made it clear to them in their minds that how much he loves Houston, loves the Rockets, loves the organization. They truly believe that. This is very much like a LeBron situation where James is taking his talents to Brooklyn, going to win him a couple of titles, and will come back to Houston uh, as LeBron did to Cleveland and continue his career at some point. They really believe that because that's, that, that's, how, that's how positive his interaction in departure was with them. I mean, you know, other than 
you know, half-assed it for three weeks during the right. season. <laughs> you remember when, you remember when LeBron that, did that? Oh, I seem to have forgotten. Aside from that little part. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but to be fair, James does like Houston a lot. He, he, he had a great time here. And, and he, has, he held no ill will toward anyone in the organization. He just wanted out and did, went about it in, in the, the, not the worst way possible, but in, in a pretty cheesy way. It's like, dude, if you have that much respect for everybody, they have that much respect for you, make your demand. Let them know this is what you need done because it fits your, what your world and the way you see it now. I'm going to play my ass off until y'all trade me. But trust me, you need to trade me. And and they could have still made the same deal, I think, without him not showing up to play. I think. But, you know, that's hindsight. Uh, let's let's switch gears a little bit to, to your buddy Deshaun. Uh, what is the latest you're hearing over there? And can we please go ahead and get this man traded so we can quit talking about it every day? I did, dude. It's it's freak. It's I try to tell people, man. It's 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 March now, but we don't talk about football like this in February and January when the season is over. Well, sometimes we do. It's usually about the draft, though. And oh, they yeah, got the third pick. What are they going to do with it? It's not. Except, a, it's never yeah. about a guy on the team. He's on vacation. He's not. He's not scheduled to go to work. There's no. It's not like he's not at showing up at training camp or mini camp or you know any function. It. This. This is off. This is the off off season. I'm like, yeah, I'm tired of even talking about it. And then when the Texans put out that crap last week about he talked to Cully and told nothing changed, which the Texans thought would make them look even better and make. Deshaun look worse and it 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 worked on some level because some people are starting to turn on Deshaun more than they have been before that's fine but the the key point is the dude realizes the people that he worked for are doofuses like we've been saying for years (laughs) and oddly enough he was fine working for Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien was saying all these other people are crazy, but I'm in charge here. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And then Bill O'Brien's gone and you look around and you go, man, these people don't know what the heck they're doing. And I, I kind of don't blame him for not wanting to be a part of that. Uh, what, where they go from here is a question. And these people don't know what they're doing. Like you say, get the best deal for him and move on. Well, and, and, you know. and you had a lot of people tell me, oh, Nick Casario's a sharp guy. I haven't seen anything from Nick Casario that tells me he's... Are you yet, kidding me? David he, Johnson will be back next year. Yeah, th- this guy has shown himself to be nothing but a dumb so far. Con- yeah. Convince me otherwise. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any evidence that would, would I could work with on that. Like, uh, and that's that's kind of my thing. I really believe that from the from the start, if Deshaun Watson said I didn't want, I don't want to be here. There are plenty of things you could have done to have moved on from now, and or, or maybe a better way of putting it: if you two were in charge of the Texans, we would have dealt with this by now. Either Deshaun would be, I've already said I'm all on board. Let's go. Or he'd be somewhere else. Or you would or you would be fielding offers. 
you know, but it wouldn't be well, this limbo thing. That no no in. offense, but if, if we were in charge of the Texans, we'd never have gotten to this point. Exactly. You would never have gotten it. But if you got there, if, if somebody shows up and, and they're disgruntled and upset, what do you do? You deal with it immediately. And that's the thing. You take care of it and, and you don't let it linger and let it drag out. And, and that's what they've done. They've let it drag out. And, and honestly, I don't I don't think it's affected Deshaun's um, his his value in trade. No, I, no. I, I just we 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 just doubt that they'll get the most value in trade because we doubt their ability to do anything right. You know, it, it I mean, and so that's the thing. But oh. it, it's a waste. It's a waste of energy to keep discussing. And I'm so tired of it. Too. I, I am, too. And, and but, but let me ask you, because I, I apparently made some people mad when I said this on TV. But is this not the dumbest organization in sports right now? Pretty much. Okay. Well, not, no, not even pretty much, period. It yes. is, right? Yeah. 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 And, and, and they, they haven't been the worst in history. And the 20-year run as the Texans hasn't been the worst. And even, even the last five years haven't been the worst. The last three years hasn't been the worst. They're worst NFL organizations in just the last three years. In the last 12 months? Yeah, since DeAndre Hopkins, right? They're, they're running away with it. Yeah, I mean, running away with it and running away with it in in a style that's easily picked apart as in wait a minute, you're making all these bad decisions with people who don't know what they're doing. It's not that you've got people there who make a bad decision. You've got people who shouldn't even be there and they're making dumb decisions as you would expect them to be. And that that's the thing. And and there's no. Like the only hope for a Texans fan is that Casario will be smarter and in charge and able to do things. And we really haven't seen much evidence of that, except I will say this. You asked me for that early. This is not like pushing him toward the positive, but the cutting of McCown, that's a, that has to be a Casario thing because bringing him in here was dumb and made no sense. The only reason they would bring him in would be, as an emergency quarterback, if COVID made you show up a week in Deshaun and uh, yeah, because God forbid you didn't, couldn't play, you, you didn't want to lose that eleventh and twelfth game. And that's what I'm saying. That's why it was really dumb. It was like you can get anybody off the street if you had to. So why get him off the street if you didn't have to? So bringing him in here made no sense. Interviewing him for a head coach position, with, and he's the first one. Probably since I, I was looking it up, and the best I could find, Aaron Wilson hit me with this too probably like norm van brocklin is the last time a, a player was interviewed to be the head coach of a team i mean think about that he's play he's on your team why would you interview him to be the head coach and if you do he's on your team you can you can talk to him without making it a formal interview and having to announce it and all that I mean, that's just so dumb so but then letting him go today or cutting him when you cut him yesterday whatever it was that's that's that you wouldn't do that if you did all that other stuff. Well, Casario's unless, like, unless you've already got guy? unless you've already got a deal to hire him as a coach. What? No, no, that. But that's the thing. That's not the that's that's not what they're putting out there. Mm. His his agent is telling people that, no, he wants to go and be around his sons to coach their final year of high school football well, and bye. and get his game together so he can coach later, et cetera. So, no, it's and that that to me is a Casario thing. Not an Easterby thing, but I'm, but I mean that's such an unimportant move. What does it matter? You know, 
You asked me for something. Uh, <laughs> That's no, all no, I got. I appreciate you I trying. I told you I had nothing. I appreciate I you, you trying. I told you I had nothing. Well, the- on, okay, so I feel, I feel vindicated in that on my Nick scale, he's a 0.5 right now. So, that, that, that's it's better than 0.4 where he was yesterday no no he was at 1.5 the duke johnson deal cost him a oh point. that that yeah, yeah. What, and, and i know we 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 probably in general football fans undervalue running backs but boy you could find one you can find a bunch they're everywhere they sh- go every, find a bunch of year, buddy howls every year, they're just they're, as good. Every, year, every year there are 10 of them who show up that you never heard of before why can't you get one of those? Yeah. You know, and, 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 they, and this guy was, t- he wasn't even good. No. I don't even care about the money. It ain't my money, but he, he wasn't, he, he wasn't good. You can definitely find a running back who isn't good. That'll make less money, but no, you can actually find one that's good. That'll deliver. And, in the, if you can find one in the fourth or fifth round of the draft, you, which is oh, which is where they need to find him because that's where their draft picks are. You, you can find one who didn't get drafted and be able to to deliver yeah. something. And that's I, I, yeah, no, that's don't want to say that, anything. Best running back in Texans history, not a draft pick. Nah, it, you, they don't have to be. And Buddy Howell. Mm, no, no. Oh. You were talking I, about I will else. say this: the the word from the people in New England, the guys I know really well up around there, and women, that Casario's strength is dealing drafting late and picking players who can play. So that'll be that's gonna be pretty important this year, considering they don't have any high picks yet. Uh, I'm glad he has uh, the strength because I sure I damn sure haven't seen one yet. I it, he, he hadn't been here that long. I mean, but yeah, you're right. I haven't either. No, I mean, I, and I'm I, try, I, I, I came in with, okay, I'm going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what he does. Right. So that's why I, I started grading him the way I did. And mm-hmm. he's still a 0.5 right now. So and it, well, that, the worrisome thing, if I were a Texan fan, is it still seems like Casario is making the calls. And that's. You mean Easterby? I, I mean, uh, Easterby, yeah. right. Well, and, and that's and that's the thing. Like, it, he could easily get to a four and a half by firing Easterby. That would that would, but he can't would, fire Easterby because Easterby's his boss, and I think we all realize that now. That's why I I, I mentioned that the other day, and what I wrote when you look at the the front office uh, flow chart, the number one is Janice McNair, who we know is just the the wife and the co-founder, but she's not running things. Cal is next. We know he's not running anything, and uh, three is. Casario, but four is Easterby. Four hired three, so we know how that works too. Easterby is running the team. This is why you can't have people who have relationships, you know, where. This is why we can't have nice things. This is this is why you get lawsuits is when people in the same organization are having relations. That's all. In the words of Taylor Swift, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't. And and, and you know what? Texas PR had a fit a few years ago. And I thought they had the best letters. PR person in the world a couple of years ago. Yeah, okay. And then they and, fired and, her. And then it took her like for no a long good time, reason. It took a long time to get a job too. So and she wrote nasty letters trying to get me fired. She was uh, several times, but one that, one thing that one thing that really irked her was I did that thing where I looked at the the pictures on the website, and I was like, man, when Gary Kubiak here, his photo was like ninth in order. Bob, uh, Bill O'Brien. This was before they made him the GM. I was like. Bill O'Brien is like the third picture there. How'd he move up so far? They're like, oh, you're misreading that. You're adding things in. I'm like, no, I'm looking at the pictures. 
Oh, so you guys put him in order. Wait, I didn't. Wait, you're you're bearing the lead here. This chick tried to get you fired. Oh, several times. Oh, so the the same chick that pulled our credentials and everybody kept singing her praises when she got fired and tried to get you fired. Uh, so can we at least say it's garbage? Maybe, maybe not the greatest PR person in the entire world. She was she was good at her job. She followed the boss's orders. She worked really well with national media. That's why national media went overboard. The, the trying to get me fired. You 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 know me a long time, and how well I get along with media relations and PR people because. I don't take this stuff so seriously that I fight them over whatever. I was like, give me what I get. If not, I'll get it myself. Um, what bothered me most with her was she would write letters to my bosses and not even call me and yell at me first, you know, and and discuss what I'd written. Whereas every other media relations person I've ever dealt with, if they had a problem with something I wrote, they'd call me and go, Jerome, come on, man. <laughs> you mean uh, yeah. Coop never tried to write a, bo- a letter to your boss? Not a, not one dime. Tony Wiley never wrote a letter. Not one dime. Yeah, they they called me a couple times and go, Jerome, dog, how 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 you gonna do us? <laughs> you know, or hey man, look, you you really dog Sage Rosenfeld. He's upset. Why don't y'all meet so you can talk? So you can explain. Uh, yeah. Funny thing that's and yeah. and like I had the same thing with with Tony back in the day where where Charlie Casterly was pissed off over a bunch of stuff we did. You know what happened? Charlie Castle and I had lunch and talked it all out, and he told his side, and I told our side, and we were fine after that. Yeah, everything was really good. Sage, Sage is one of my guys now. After we had that good discussion, and uh, he was uh, he was wrong about something, and I was, and I admitted, oh As yeah, usual, I was wrong. Jerome was right. I was like, no, no, I admitted I was no, I was right. I said, but I told him he was right. Yeah, I'm taking cheap shots, <laughs> so, and they were unnecessary cheap shots. You have a valid point there. You know, and and you're right. It's there, there was I was I was dogging you just because it was funny to me, and I understand why you'd be upset about that. And and we were we were really cool because he's like, oh wow, you know, he thought I was gonna be mad. I'm like, no, there's nothing to be mad about. I I really was taking, you know, but you did Rosencopter it. <laughs> oh, and he makes fun of it now like crazy. <laughs> no, no, he he, t- he time, talks about how that ruined his career. Man, at the oh, time, he held onto the ball. It was it was a few weeks later, right? And, and 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 it was it's funny it's much funnier now than it was at the time but we're sitting there and we're in the locker room by ourselves just the two of us and he's like dude you know you 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 still you mentioned it again today that was that was three weeks ago you know he's like when are you gonna let it go I said well that was the last time you played that's <laughs> you fair know? I said I said but you're right it had nothing to do with the run road today I did just throw it in there because it just made you laugh because it's funny yeah. and. And I understand why you don't think it's funny. And you're right. That 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 literally was a cheap shot. It would be different if I was writing about you, but I was writing about something totally different and just threw a Rosencopter. You in wedged it in. Uh, yeah. But it was good. And it was it was bad writing too. It was Sage rolls and the ball fell. It well, was, you it was, wrote it, so it was, we know. It was it was weak. Yeah, <laughs> it okay. Was, it's every now and then, you know, that's that's why that's why you you have to have an editor because sometimes you tend to do that. But yeah. you haven't done that in a long time, though. And, you, and, you, I, and you I have no, pro- and I have no yeah. problem facing someone when I write something like that, and they go, "Dude, you're you're being a jerk." And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I was." So you're right. I, I don't I don't have a problem. With, or I'm like, "No, dude, that's just the way it is. Too bad." So I I can I can face it, but she she wouldn't do that. 
she just goes straight to the editors of, oh, he's very unprofessional. He's making fun of us. That's not funny. You, know, um, you can't you can't call Bill O'Brien an arsonist. That's not funny. I thought it was like, funny. Well, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was, to it, me, that was a little. She funny. sounds like she worked at the University of Texas when no, I was there. No, but but honestly, the only the only thing I had I ever dealt with her on was something for Sports Map where she went after one of my guys for something he wrote that was completely one hundred percent accurate. And you know, they she's like, well, it basically threatened to pull our credentials. Which didn't you already do that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, no. Sorry, not yeah, chastising no, and, anyone. And, and that's part of that. That's part of where the organization started heading toward. Of it's just falling apart in a lot of smaller ways. And people who've been there, who know how to handle things, fans can dog the Texans all they want. Media, we dog them all we want for wins and losses on the field. Right. Never question their professionalism. Their commitment to the community what they are as a business just exemplary mm-hmm. in a lot of ways you know now. i mean you've dog you've dog bogged me man but you know mcnair was he was trying to run a good business he was trying to do it the right way now, what, I, what, I, what i would uh criticize bob for is picking the wrong people bob had the right concept right bob bob always had the right thing in mind it's mm-hmm. just sometimes he chose the wrong people yeah and that was and, it and that was almost all in football yeah. Not necessarily in business. No, there's football decisions. Well, he did leave but, his son in charge. Well, well that, again, that's different. Again, pick yeah. the wrong people. <laughs> that's yeah. he. He did that on the way. He. This is so unfair. But he he had he has a couple of children, and you think on his put, deathbed he said the wrong name? No, <laughs> no. I I think he he put the one kid who wasn't as sharp as the others in charge of the foolproof business because the nfl is a foolproof business any fool can make money running in nfl that's true that's true but you put him in charge of some other stuff he can mess up some family money he can mess up some family legacy put him in charge of the football team all he can do is lose games and they're still gonna make tons of money yeah can't lose money i mean and and he could be and you could be a fool and actually win in the nfl every now and then if you get lucky, hire the right coach. Jeff, and, Rome, you know. I can't believe you called me a fool. No, he wouldn't <laughs> say that. He'd go, Jerome, man, you're cool. You're a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Did you hear what I just that said? That requires being smart. <laughs> anyway, hey, right. we're way over here, but, man, always appreciate the time, Jerome. And, uh, we will, Thanks, uh, gentlemen. Talk to you have a good one, brother. All right, All right man. Later. I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance. If you are looking for a way to save money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS has you covered. Uh, and it's super simple. All you got to do is send a text. Text the word money to 232323. What they'll do is they'll ask for your address, reply back with that, and within 15 seconds, you'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your text box. And the average customer saving over $900 a year. I saved over $1,000 a year. Guy down the hall, Graham, saved $2,600 a year on his homeowner's insurance. So not everyone's going to save because it does average out to 900 and I already saved more. So some people will save less than that. You might save zero, but guess what? If you do, all right, delete the text. There's no obligation. It, it took 15 seconds out of your life. Big deal. Uh, but it could, be, it could save you a ton of money over the long haul. Once again, text the word money to 232323. Let them start saving you money on your homeowner's insurance today. This is the Blitz.
on ESPN 97.5.